Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup, information overload, hour 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, one of the things that I felt was missing last night, especially in light of eight days of America following, well, not really eight days, because for the first four or five days, nobody was aware of it. I think it wasn't until the Chinese spy balloon was over Montana and people in Montana recognized that something was floating up there in the sky uh, that they had to finally admit to us that this, in fact, was happening. Uh, but this all started off the coast of Alaska, then over Alaska, then down through the west coast of Canada into Idaho, uh, straight across to Montana, right over our ICBM silos, uh, then, you know, a little bit more south in Kansas and Missouri and then to Kentucky and then the Carolinas and then it gets shot, shot down. Uh, Biden didn't go into that too much, uh, nor did he bring up China and their territorial ambitions and their never ending invasion of Taiwan airspace or their threats against American officials going to visit our ally in Taiwan. Nor did anybody bring up the idea why are we allowing China to purchase thousands and thousands of acres of farm uh, land, ranch land, and land around our military installations. Never mind intellectual property theft and unfair trade practices or the persecution of minorities like the Uyghurs and slave labor. Anyway, here's Joe Biden seeking competition, not conflict with China, which was kind of like a slogan or a bumper sticker to me. Before I came to office, the story was about how the People's Republic of China was increasing its power. And America's failing in the world. Not anymore. We made clear, and I may give my personal conversations, which have been many, with President Xi, that we seek competition, not conflict. But I will make no apologies that we're investing and in, to make America stronger. All right, joining us now, 
with reaction to that and so much more. Senator Tom Cotton, great state of Arkansas. Senator, how are you? I'm doing well, Sean. Thank you for having me back on. You laid out the case pretty well for how weak Joe Biden has been on China, not just in that speech last night for the first two years in office. Can you explain why the American people weren't told about this this balloon that they claim wasn't really a spy balloon? Well, you know, why did why was that happening and we weren't being told about it? Yeah, yeah Sean, I think it's a pretty easy explanation, in fact. Um, I, I can tell your listeners that there's no question this balloon could have been shot down over the Aleutian Islands off of Alaska. No question at all. The reason why we didn't and the reason why the Biden administration didn't reveal the presence of the balloon until some amateur pilots and photographers in Montana were about to reveal it because Joe Biden doesn't want to have a conflict with China, as he said in that uh, clip. He wants competition, as if it's like a high school sporting event when we're all on the same side and it's just friendly competition, as opposed to a struggle for mastery for the future of the world and the American way of life. I'm confident if that uh, balloon hadn't been spotted over Montana, that the Biden administration probably would have let it float on its merry way across the country and not shot it down when it got to the Atlantic. They might not have even told Congress about it. Um, I think that's the general reason why they didn't reveal it when it was before civilians identified. I think there's a second part of the story here, too, Sean. The Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, was scheduled to leave on a trip to China on Friday night. It was the first trip by a Biden administration cabinet official to China. I think he and the president were desperate to maintain that trip because they want to have a more positive relationship with China as opposed to recognizing China has been waging this Cold War on us for decades, and they were within about 24 hours of unveiling it. Their hands were forced again by some amateur photographers and pilots in Montana. Thank goodness it was, because otherwise we might not have known about this, and Tony Blinken might have gone ahead with his ill-advised trip to Beijing, and Lord only knows what more he would have given away if he had done that. If everything we're reading about the Biden family and the business dealings with China, you know, one billion becoming a one point five billion dollar deal with the Bank of China uh, after a trip with Hunter on Air Force Two, 10 days later, uh, reports of a five million dollar, no interest forgivable loan, one hundred thousand dollars shopping spree. Uh, does that raise questions in your mind about whether or not the, the financial dealings and ties with the Biden family in China could compromise his ability to deal with this country? I think the extensive financial ties the Biden family has with major state-owned, state-affiliated, or state-directed companies in China raises serious questions about potential conflicts of interest. Chuck Schumer and Democrats in the Senate may not want to explore that, but I'm confident that Jim Jordan and James Comer and Kevin McCarthy in the House will help us get to the bottom of it. But again, Sean, it's in keeping with Joe Biden's attitude towards China going back 50 years in his time in public life. I mean, just three years ago, Sean, on the campaign trail, Joe Biden was still defending Chinese communists, saying that they're not competition for us and they're not bad folks, as opposed to what they really are, which is the gravest threat to the American way of life that we've probably ever faced. I agree completely with you. We've played that cut on this program and on TV as well. Uh, one of the most interesting moments of the night was when Joe Biden accused Republicans of having a plan uh, to get rid of Social Security and Medicare. Before I play that, though, let me play you a cut of Joe Biden from 1995 so it can add some context and texture uh, to what happened last night. 
When I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans benefits. I meant every single solitary thing in the government. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice, I tried it a third time, and I tried it a fourth time. Oh, now, with that said, here's the exchange that got the Republicans worked up, rightly so, last night. Some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it, unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. Now, that, you know, has been a lie that Democrats have used for many, many years, that Republicans have this secret plan. Uh, they do not. And then at the end, Biden said, OK, I guess we all agree on it. So I guess that means it won't be used in further elections to lie about Republicans. Uh, but in light of what he said in 95, what's your reaction? <laughs> well, that's a great find, Sean, uh, by you and your team for what he said in 1995. Although my hunch is that since Joe Biden has been in public life for 50 years and he's such a weather vane without core convictions or principles, you could probably find him on both sides of pretty much every issue at one time or another. Um, but as for what he said last night, um, obviously it was a misleading distortion. I know he and his senior White House team and a lot of Democrats are excited about that exchange. I'm a bit mystified by it, though, because all he allowed Republicans to do in one of the most viewed political moments of the year is to get on record in a, in a somewhat sensational and therefore memorable way that, as Kevin McCarthy has said, we're not seeking cuts to Social Security and Medicare. Um, now, I think that means that debates and negotiations over a debt ceiling increase and the spending bills can go forward without those on the table and without Democrats able to demagogic. So in a way, you know, he attempted to score political points against Republicans, but I think it backfired on him. I think it backfired big time on him. Overall, as you sat in the chamber last night and you watched this speech unfold and you listen to Joe Biden, uh, he described an America that I'm not recognizing. He described one that is, you know, on the upswing economically, et cetera. Every poll going into last night showed the American people don't agree with him. Um, poll after poll after poll. Marist, for example, two-thirds of Americans think the State of the Union is not at all strong. ABC, Washington Post poll, 62% of Americans say Biden has not achieved much during his first two years in, in office. Uh, in October, 57% of Democrats wanted him to run for re-election uh, now it's 37 uh, percent by more than three to one. Americans tell CBS that they think the State of the Union is weak. I would not say that that is a good scorecard for a president heading into what we assume to be uh, a reelection campaign. No, Sean, it's not a good scorecard. And the American people are right on those measures. You know, why would the American people think the economy is strong despite wage gains and despite uh, unemployment declining if real wages are still still falling if wages wage gains are still not matching the high inflation we have why would they think our communities 
are strong if you have over 100,000 Americans dying from drug deaths because Joe Biden has opened our border border to drug cartels and traffickers. Why would they think America is strong and respected in the world after Chinese communists just got away with floating a balloon all across the heartland of America? It was some kind of Babylon B parody in which Joe Biden said that he would shoot down the Chinese spy balloon after it completed its spy mission. The American people are right to have all these concerns and no amount of distortions by Joe Biden. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's healthlock.com. One word, healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. 
Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down, or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. All right, we continue with Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton is with us. Let me ask you this, and it's a little offbeat in terms of the question and not really related to last night. Um, I think that the Republicans have missed something as it relates to elections in this country, and this is what I think they're missing. Uh, I think rejecting early voting and voting by mail has been a mistake, and I think a lot of Republicans have been resistant to both of those. I think that has to change. Secondly, I would argue all these Democrats like Joe Biden, Katie Hobbs, and John Fetterman, they don't campaign the way Republicans do. They're not going to you know, town halls. They're not shaking hands, kissing babies, doing selfies. Um, they're not doing media avails. They seem to be hiding in their basement with endless sums of money to run negative ads. And except for the state of Alabama, which insists that every voter puts in their own ballot, every other state, including your state of Arkansas, has some version of ballot harvesting. And I think the Democrats have been in the ballot business. Republicans have been in the ideas business. And whatever the Democrats are doing legally 
uh, in their respective states. I think Republicans better get their act together, either change the law or adopt the strategies of the Democrats and not only do it as well, hopefully better, uh, and understand that voting has changed dramatically in, in the country. I would prefer paper ballots, same-day voting, and and with integrity measures like signature verification and voter ID, but that's not going to happen by 2024. Yeah, you know, Sean, uh, you make a lot of good points, and you and I would probably design a voting system very different from what many states have. But it reminds me uh, of a conversation I've had with my young son uh, after baseball games uh, when he complains that the umpires are calling a strike zone that's bigger than what's on the books. And I tell him that, well, he can complain about it and keep striking out, or he can just play the games based on how the umpire is calling the game. And what the rules are, whether you like them or not, are what the rules or the rules you have to follow. So if the state has voting by mail or if it has not election day or election week, if it has election month or election season, then we have to accept those are the rules. We can win the elections under those rules and then work to change them to make them more to our liking. So we have more integrity in our election. So you don't have election season, but you either have you know, election day, maybe a week or two at most of early voting, as we have in Arkansas. But you have to run the elections based on the rules that are in place. And Republicans can do that. You know, 10 or 15 years ago, we actually far outpaced uh, uh, Democrats in the ability to use vote by mail and absentee ballot, ballot chasing, as it used to be called back in those days. That That's a practice that is atrophied too often uh, in Republican campaigns. But Republicans have to run campaigns based on the rules as they are. We can change those rules to our liking once we get power, but we have to win elections to be able to make those changes. Do you agree with me that Republicans have made a big mistake by not embracing the laws in the states and embracing the ballot harvesting that the Democrats are doing? And I'm, I'm not talking about the illegal ballot harvesting allowed by law. 25 states allow real significant ballot harvesting and other states have varying degrees of it. it, it candidates for office have to run elections based on the laws in place, even if they dislike those laws. So for us to say we're not going to have an aggressive and robust vote-by-mail program in states that have voting-by-mail, or that we're not going to have uh, ballot chasing or ballot harvesting or ballot collection or whatever you want to say in which uh, that's permitted under some circumstance in certain states, are tying one hand behind their back. They're letting Democrats get a leg up on them by not playing according to rules in place. Again, we can change those rules once we win the elections. You've got to play by the rules, as you say, Sean. All right, Senator Tom Cotton, love having you on. Appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you. We'll continue. Sean Hannity talks to the people involved in the top stories of the day, every day. Sean Hannity is on. I 25 now to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Well, just when you thought you had the best night's sleep you could ever have, thanks to all things my pillow. Well, they've gotten better. It's it, and it's true. It really is better. I just got my own my pillow 2.0 myself. Look, Mike Lindell invented the original my pillow. It works for me. All these products work for me. I fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer. You can too. Here we are, 20 years later, and he's using a new technology that makes his pillow even better. Now they call it the my pillow 2.0. They have a patented adjustable fill of the original my pillow, but now. It has brand new exclusive fabric that is made uh, with temperature regulating threads. And the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, the smoothest, 
and the coolest pillow that you're ever going to know. And that means say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. Now's the time to give it a try. Because if you go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square. Well, if you buy one, you'll get a second one free. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. MyPillow 2.0 made with temperature regulating technology and 100% made in the U.S. and a 10-year warranty and a 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. Or just call and mention my name, 800-919-6090, to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. All right, so two hearings going on uh, simultaneously today. I mean, both very, very, very interesting. The head of site integrity at Twitter, uh, Yoel Roth, was grilled by uh, Jim Jordan and the House Judiciary Committee. Uh, telling Yoel Roth in no uncertain terms that these guys got played. Um, you wanted to take it, take it deep down. We saw it. And the chairman put up and said, you know, everyone in the White House uh, is a fascist. And I think you guys wanted, wanted it to be taken down. I think you meet with these guys every week. Now, what did we learn? We learned that, in fact, leading up to the 2020 election. Now, remember, put in the back of your mind. It was December of 2019 when the FBI got a hold of Hunter Biden's laptop. They had 11 months before Election Day to authenticate whether or not this, in fact, was Hunter Biden's laptop, especially because we know, based on reports and the contents, assuming all that's true and pretty much everybody's acknowledged that it's true, uh, that even small crimes and large crimes are on videotape. And then it raises a whole lot of questions uh, about Joe Biden, the president. Anyway, um, and Jordan pointed out, you have weekly meetings with this guy, Mr. Chan. He was the one that wrote the thesis in 2016 about how Donald Trump and Russia colluded so Donald Trump can win the presidency. Now he's an FBI agent. Then he's put in charge with this conference of other FBI agents speaking weekly to big tech companies, scaring the hell out of them and telling them, that they're likely going to be targets of misinformation campaigns from foreign entities and to be on the out, uh, lookout for them. Uh, and Yoel Roth has even admitted already that one of the people that they said they might be targeted about would be Hunter Biden. I mean, think about this. You know, Jim Jordan said the information operation was run on you guys and then by extension run on the American people. So that's happening in the House Appropriations Committee. Now, over at the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability. Well, Jim Comer of Kentucky is in charge. And let me just play his opening remarks because they were very powerful. On October 14, 2020, the New York Post published its first story based on information contained in Hunter Biden's laptop story. In Hunter Biden's laptop. The Post provided proof of the laptop's legitimacy by releasing a computer repair store signed receipt for the laptop and the federal subpoena used by the FBI to retrieve it in 2019. The article revealed that a top executive at Burisma, who was paying Hunter Biden $50,000 a month, had spent time with then-Vice President Biden in Washington, D.C. Throughout his presidential campaign, Joe Biden assured the American people that he had never spoken to his son about his overseas business dealing. However, the details exposed in the Post article indicate that Joe Biden lied to the American people. 
Immediately following the story's publication, America witnessed a coordinated campaign by social media companies, mainstream news, and the intelligence community to suppress and delegitimize the existence of Hunter Biden's laptop and its contents. That morning, Twitter and other social media companies took extraordinary steps to suppress that story. Twitter immediately removed the story and banned the New York Post account. Twitter also banned accounts who shared the story, including White House Press Secretary Kylie McEnany, and blocked its transmission via direct message. This episode marked the first time Twitter directly limited the spread of information from a mainstream news organization. And the New York Post would not get its account back for two weeks. Twitter would finally admit its mistake, but the damage had already been done. On October 19th, 51 former intelligence officials published a letter that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation, which Joe Biden used as a talking point at a presidential debate on October 22nd. But we all know now this was not Russian disinformation. It wasn't disinformation. Now that's Jim Comer explaining how New York Post stories about Hunter Biden's laptop were suppressed by a coordinated campaign by big tech. Even went on to say that Twitter and the federal government work together to limit information and freedom of speech. And here's what he said about that. Twitter's previous management team deplatformed and suppressed not just conservative voices, but anyone whose opinion strayed from what they deemed acceptable. Opinions such as that students could and should attend school in person to curb learning loss. In the past, Twitter's leadership included previous CEO Jack Dorsey, claimed the company did not limit the visibility of certain accounts and tweets known as shadow padding. He said this in front of Congress in 2018. But we now know they did, even placing such accounts on search and trend backlists. Twitter's employees made censorship decisions on the fly, often not following the company's own policy, publicly stated policies. It worked hand-in-hand -hand with the FBI to monitor the protected speech of Americans, receiving millions of tax dollars to do so. Twitter, under the leadership of our witnesses today, was a private company. The federal government used to accomplish what it constitutionally cannot, limit the free exercise of speech. We now know all this thanks to Elon Musk and the independent journalists who have contributed to what are known as the Twitter files. And then he pointed out, rightly so, and this is the obvious, and there's a reason I'm playing this, because this is now the second election in a row. We've chronicled the first one, 2016, where the FBI has put their thumb on the scale. They could have authenticated the Hunter Biden laptop. They could have acted on it. You know, but he does point out, Jim Comer does, that the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story did have an impact on our election in 2020. I want to make sure the American people truly understand the timeline here because it's very important. The Hunter Biden laptop story was published on Wednesday. Twitter did not acknowledge their mistake for at least 24 hours. Then on Monday morning, 51 former intelligence officials published their letter. That letter was then wholeheartedly accepted by mainstream news as proof that the laptop was fake. Joe Biden used that letter to brush aside the few questions he received about the story. During that time, the mainstream media was more concerned about what flavor of ice cream Joe Biden had ordered on a particular day. All this happened two weeks before the 2020 election. Two weeks. One survey found that 17% of Biden voters would not have voted for the Biden-Harris ticket if they had known about the Biden laptop. But many Americans did not know about it because of a coordinated cover-up 
by big tech, the swamp, and mainstream news. Now mainstream media outlets have verified the laptop, but the damage has been done. Unbelievable times we're living in, isn't it? All right, let's get to our phones. Don in Lake Ronkonkoma. Big Don was at one of our audience shows last week. How are you, sir? Great to have you. Hey, great to talk to you again, Sean. Yeah, that was a that was a great night uh, last Friday. It was chilly outside, though, I'll tell you, but it was a great night with great order. I know. I couldn't believe we had a packed house. I was like, nobody's going to come tonight. It's freezing outside. It's like zero degrees. Yeah. It was a 14-block wa- walk back to Penn Station, but uh, it was... Oof. How did how did you survive that with zero degrees? It must have been awful. Yeah, just kept walking. <laughs> just kept, I just kept at it. It was either that or freeze to death right there in the streets of New York. Listen, I was saying it was a great uplifting speech of Joe Biden's last night. If you are a, a miserable, ill-informed, head in the sand, woke Democrat devoted to big government spending, then that that speech was right up your alley. It was a great. Uh, Re-election speech for Joe Biden. I will say this, and this does concern me long term, and people don't like when I say it, but my job is to speak, you know, to the truth to my audience and tell people how I really feel. I am worried and I am concerned that there is a very large percentage of the American people that have bought into this whole cloth, radical New Green Deal socialism, and they want it for this country. And it, it defies, at this point, all logic, considering everything that they have done has pretty much failed. But yet there are people that are clinging to this uh, as some type of, of big hope uh, for the country. And all it will result in is unfulfilled promises, more poverty, and a loss of freedom. Yeah, well, Biden won't take any responsibility for the things he's done. Uh, blamed an in inflation on Putin and COVID. Uh Yet our food prices are up 20 percent, gas is up 40 percent, consumer confidence is down, millions are homeless. And his, uh, his speech was more just big government spending, spending, spending. And uh, <laughs> it was frustrating to watch. I got to figure out if I have to get another part time job just to, to pay for his. Uh... Honestly, everybody may have to get another part time job. Seriously, it's, it's not a joke anymore. I mean, two-thirds of Americans live in paycheck to paycheck. Anyway, I vote for Don and Lake Ronkonkoma for president. You're, you can go in and handle this in a week. <laughs> I, I probably could. <laughs> I, and Anybody's better than this guy. I can tell you that. Uh, thanks, Big Don. Appreciate it. Sam in Louisiana. Sam, I am. How are you? Good, sir. Thanks for taking my call. You got a triple-A rating from me. How's that? Way was uh, going? I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Where do we start? You want to talk about the hearings? You want to talk about the balloon? I'd rather talk about the balloon if you got a minute. I want to talk about whatever's on your heart and mind. That's what I want to talk about. Two things. Why was the payload destroyed and not the balloon vented to bring it down softly? We have the capability of doing that. We didn't have the capability to go capture it because it's so high. We, we there's not a helicopter. I think there was one helicopter that's ever been made that can go up there to get something like that. And they don't even make that anymore because the engine can't handle it. Right. It's not like an afterburner engine. And did General Milley contact his counterpart in China? Well, all I would say is I would have, my first option would have been to somehow, I, and I, I believe if we can send people to the moon in the 1960s, and they can land on the moon and get back on their their spaceship and fly back home or whatever you want to call it, their rocket ship. 
um, that we ought to be able to recover a balloon hovering at 60, 65,000 feet above the earth and not have too much difficulty doing it. Uh, my first option would have been to recover that balloon and bring it back down to earth so we could really examine its contents. Now, I know they've recovered parts of the balloon. Um, are they going to recover the parts that would show and prove that China was spying on America? Um, I don't know why my radar is up. My suspicion level is high that they probably don't want us to know that. Even if they found it, they wouldn't tell us. Well, they blew up the payload. The missile destroyed the payload. Everybody that has watched that video that knows more than me has said that. So I'm, I'm going to take your word for it because I, I, I just can't tell. When I, I've watched the video so many times, slow mode it, and I still can't find it. You'll see it. it. That's what destroyed the balloon and brought it down. But if you would have just vented it with one of those 20-millimeter cannons on that F-22, you could have vented it slowly. It had been like a slow leak in a tire. And if it didn't come down quick enough, throw a couple more rounds through it. We were over the ocean at that point. It should have been done over Alaska. Agreed. Well said, my friend. Sam, thank you. Kelly in Georgia, we have one minute. I got to hold you to the clock. You're up. What's on your mind? Yeah, how you doing, Sean? Hey, I just, Good, sir. As a uh, part of a uh, multi-generational farm down here in uh, South Georgia, I would say things aren't doing better. Um Everything we do costs more money, and it causes the small farmers to struggle to stay alive. We have spoken to more people like you. And by the way, thank you for what you do. You feed not only this country, but you help feed the world. And every farmer is saying the same thing. They cannot afford to stay in business if this continues, if the price of fertilizer remains high, if the cost of seed remains high. If the cost of fixing their equipment stays high, if they can even get the parts to fix their equipment. Um, I'm very worried about American farmers. Uh, and if, in fact, that happens and these farms are forced to shut down, uh, we will all pay a very dear price. You know, we take for granted when we go into our grocery store that food is going to be there and everything we want is perfectly placed on a shelf. Uh, but it only gets there because of people like you. So uh, I thank you for your admonition. I hope, I hope people are listening. Hey, our friends at the Tunnel to Tower Foundation, they are building now their Let Us Do Good Village. I've been telling you about it. It's in Lando Lakes, Florida. It's the first of a kind village. It's a community of about 100 homes, and they're all for Tunnel to Towers program recipients. Now, one Gold Star family, the Thorntons, moved in. They were the first to move in, and you have... Uh, Danielle, the mom, and their children, Jalen and, and Kinsley. And after the death of their father and Danielle's husband, uh, Robert, a U.S. Army sergeant, well, Danielle says this is the greatest blessing ever. Now, the Let Us Do Good Village, you have Gold Star, families of the fallen first responders. You have catastrophically injured first responders and service members. They're all neighbors. So you got heroes, and the families of heroes uh, living in one community, helping each other to heal, understanding each other, kids growing up together, supporting each other. And with every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on their promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of our nation's greatest heroes and what they have done for our country and our communities. Let us make the Do Good Village the first of many communities just like it. All they're asking is that you donate $11 a month to their website at the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Join all of us here on Team Hannity. It's a letter T, the number two, the letter T.org.
Letter T, number two, letter T.org. Transmitting loud and proud, coast to coast to coast. Liberalism failed the working men and women in this country. Sean Hannity is on right now. That's going to wrap things up for today. Full coverage tonight on Hannity of the hearings with Jim Jordan and James Comer. As a matter of fact, James Comer will join us. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she will be with us tonight. John Solomon has big breaking news that he will share with us tonight as well. We'll look at the economic picture and reality, not the phony uh, uh, explanations we got from Biden last night. Charles Payne is with us. Joe Concha, Stephen Miller, Geraldo Rivera, 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News, set your DVR. See you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider.